Hello, and welcome to the Last Question Podcast, the quick question edition. All of the interviews we conduct raise so many fascinating questions that we can't actually squeeze them all into a regular episode. So this series is going to explore some standalone questions that are really, really interesting, but didn't quite fit. Today we're talking to Dr. Giovanna Giardino about how we might use the James Webb Space Telescope to search for intelligent life out there in the cosmos. There is an argument to be made that one of our best chances of finding evidence of advanced intelligent life, not just microbial or bacterial, is discovering evidence of their engineering projects. Things like Dyson spheres or other such enormous uh, megastructures, enormous undertakings that we can detect from really far away. Um, Perhaps of things like um, stars becoming eclipsed by megastructures passing in front of a star in the same way as exoplanets would. What kind of data could the web send back that would make you think we may have discovered intelligent life? That's uh, that's speculative. <laughs> that's oh really yeah, we're all about speculation. I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting to think uh, uh, along those lines. Uh, so one thing to clarify is that web does not discover exoplanets because uh, it's a too expensive in a way it's a too expensive machine to use it to just scan the sky uh, to to look for new things uh, in terms of exoplanets uh, star uh, galaxy far away is a different thing and, and we're going to do that blindly but for exoplanets which are uh, yeah small ob- very small objects uh, uh, ex- what web does is follow up observation uh, from other um, missions or, or ground-based uh, 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 telescope that indicate that there's an interesting planet, there's an interesting object. We want to follow up uh, with web to get more information, uh, better data, right? So, they, they, so in, in order to discover megastructure, I think something could be... Something would come from another telescope that they would say, okay, this data about this exoplanet, you know, we were looking for this star with a star, a binary, you know, I'm, I don't know, maybe starting a binary star or an exo or a planet uh, system around another star. And this is weird. This is this is weird. What's and 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 then you then the, the process typical of a of a scientist is to discard every possible reason why you have weird signal that is perfectly justifiable by um, mundane reasons so uh, a noise that that, that, yeah that's a spike I yeah but it's a spike because I have a cosmic ray cosmic ray by the way can eat also on the ground it's just that there are many many less so Uh, or um, yeah Something. I mean, there are famous uh, example in the radio astronomy community in which they find weird signal, and it's actually someone with a mobile phone, or uh, or uh, there was a certain point uh, the microwave in the institute were uh, were leaking out some microwave signal, and that uh, caused the interference in the scientific instrumentation. So, so that's the first step. But then, if you rule out all the possible mundanes and you're still scratching your head then you're saying well this doesn't make sense huh? uh, and, and and then maybe you do further observation and say oh, this is suspicious and then you could imagine that the web could be pointed to that and then it could add to the data and maybe it's we could infer that is a mega structure because unlike an exoplanet we could uh, understand that it looks like a, a disk or a ring um but yeah this is uh, this is speculative <laughs> and, uh, yeah 
Thanks for listening to this quick question. Make sure to listen to the full episode anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoy them, leave us a review. Thanks and see you next time.